Dottie's blunt lens. She's doing well today, the nurse said to me as she led me to the visiting room. We're being ordered around like a set of ladies' maids. She gave me a smile. I smiled politely back. So it was to be Mother's Lady of the Manor mood, as I called it. I'd seen it many times. It was puzzling and sometimes irritating, but at least it was one of her calmer phases. Mother sat in a wicker chair in the visiting room, staring out the window at the garden. She wore a gingham dress and soft slippers, her long hair tied in a loose braid down her back. She'd been given a robe, presumably because she'd complained of cold at some now-forgotten moment, and she'd left it crumpled on the floor at her feet. She was forty-six by my last count, but her skin looked younger, and her slumped shoulders and her narrow, fidgeting hands looked older. She turned her large brown eyes to me as I came in the room. Here's your visitor, the nurse said to her as I put down my handbag and lowered myself into the chair across from her. How lovely, mother said. The hospital was situated in a former private estate on a green hill in the countryside. It had pretty grounds and rustic shutters on the windows. The view was of the rolling countryside falling away, dotted with trees, hedgerows and fences. The nurses spoke softly and did not shout. There were no locks, restraints or cold water baths. I could have put her somewhere cheaper, but instead I used most of my money to keep her here, where she'd been since I was eighteen. She gave me a smile now, polite and frozen. Her skin was flawless, translucent in the light coming through the window. As so often happened, she did not recognize me. I'm your daughter, I said gently to her as the nurse left the room. Something flickered briefly across her face, tightened the skin between her eyes, and was gone again. Please have some tea, she said graciously. I've asked the maids to bring it. I did not need to look around the visiting room to see there was no tea and there were no maids. That's very kind, I said. I'm sorry I've been away for a while. Have you, said Mother. How very interesting. Even in a madhouse, my mother's beauty was a sight to see. She had deep, cocoa-brown eyes, a pointed chin, and a nose that was small and feminine. I had not inherited her looks. My own eyes were set straight beneath dark, arched brows. My nose was unapologetically normal, and under bright light I had a faint patter of freckles on my upper cheekbones, which I did not cover with powder. My hair was dark and wild, where hers was honey-coloured and soft as cashmere. I must have received my looks from my father, though I would never know. Mother had never told me who my father was. If she knew the answer any more, she was not saying. It had been just the two of us, my mother and me, for all of my childhood moving from place to place in the shabbier parts of London. Mother worked whatever sporadic jobs she could to support us. Waitress, artist's model, bit player at the theatre, ticket girl at the cinema when the first one opened near our shared flat. I kept house, did the cooking, took care of the practicalities, and tried to go to school. We'd cobbled together food and shelter, somehow, for the first eighteen years of my life. When she was lucid, it was hard, but it was manageable. When she wasn't, which was more and more frequently as time went on, I existed in a sort of blind panic, unable to think or breathe, pulling myself from one minute to the next, one hour to the next, 
waiting for some inevitable, terrible outcome, yet fighting it. I never knew when she'd vanish in the middle of the night. I never knew when I'd come home to find her crumpled on the floor, sobbing that she didn't want to live anymore. I never knew when a strange man would come knocking on the door, claiming that Mother had been bothering him and she had to stop before he called the police, or when she'd spend days in bed, unable to get up, even to go to her paying job before she was dismissed. I never knew when she was lying to me. She'd find a photograph of a stranger and tell me it was my father. Or she'd tell me of the days she'd travelled with the circus, dancing for the audiences in tights and a pretty tiara. The police actually had come to the door a handful of times, always after one of Mother's spells. Vagrancy was one of her sins, wandering the streets and laughing quietly to herself. Petty theft was another. Once she was in a state, she could not tell the difference between what was hers and...